This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. everybody another episode this episode is sponsored by meeples meeples they're taking over our souls and ruling the ruling the board game world so we need to destroy them before they take over everything oh that was weird mm-hmm. yeah meeples you should have seen his face it looked very um serious and confused oh well if we we're gonna uprise against the little tiny meeples that are taking over our souls we have to be serious about it i guess so all right, in this episode, we're going to be talking so about... So now that everyone dropped from this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, what the hell just happened? I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about the new expansion for the Quacks of Quinlinburg, the Herb Witches. And then also we're going to be doing a little game at the end with Tracy called, Do You Know Your Stash? <laughs> Obviously, I don't. I figured that out last night. That's, so. that's true. This is going to be a fun game. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but first, let's do the review. Uh, let's talk about some Herb Witches, baby. Where my witch is at. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Sure did. The Herb Witches is an expansion that introduces a fifth player, and you also get a new ingredient, which is loco weed, uh, <laughs> orange six chips. Whoa. What? Yeah. Orange six chips. I know English very well. Overfull. Over. <laughs> would you? It. Would you like me to do this? No. Okay. No. Overflow bowls and three types of herb witches, baby. I felt like I felt like we should wrap there. Overflow bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But also with that, you do get a little bit more in the box. You'll get eight ingredients books, 153 ingredient chips plus three spare chips. Because why yo, would yo, yo. why would you want three spare chips? I don't understand. What is it? Twenty more rubies, three spare chips. Three spirit chips. Spare chips, oh, baby. Spare. <laughs> 12 herb witches, which are <laughs> you can buy, four of each witch, four times three. 15 witch pennies, which you will use for your herb witches, and five overflow bowls, which I already kind of talked about there. But I just wanted to make sure I included everything for for um, the herb witches. So um, same uh, setup is kind of the same with uh, quacks, except for you can use to use ingredient books with five or six now, which if you remember in the old set, you could, there was, uh, you had the option of one, two, three, or four. It kind of got a little more. It, God, did, what, did I sound like a little old lady? Just said, like, oh, a little more. <laughs> Why? Why is this happening to me? I think the meeple is sucking, the meeples are sucking the soul from what my system. <laughs> Again, a bunch of people dropped out of this. That's true. So we can say whatever we want. Butts. All right. <laughs> so many butts. So many butts. Butts all over. But yeah, as you get as you get more into the books on the on the um, bottom of the ingredient books, that it gets a little bit more complicated and a little more variated. So. And yeah. that's it. No. 
and then you replace the old pumpkin book with the new pumpkin book where you can have a one pumpkin or a six pumpkin, which is pretty awesome. Is it a one pumpkin? Mm-hmm. No. Sure is, baby. No, I thought it was a three pumpkin or yeah, something. Yeah, take a look at the instructions. It's a three pumpkin. Oh. No, it says a one pumpkin. It's just worth three, where baby. You, where you at, bubby? Bubby. Right there. Oh, buddy. Oh, my God. Can we start over? (laughs) No. Uh, No. And then everybody gets one witch penny for each of the different color witches, which is three. Everybody gets a overflow bowl that you put on... The end of your bowl. At the end of your bowl, under the spoon, next to the pot. And then you turn over one of the three witch types at random and place them near the scoring track. So So the witches are different colors, right? Yep. And different um, powers. That's right. I think it's what, kind of gold, silver, and bronze almost. Mm-hmm. So you get a penny for each of those different types of witches that we'll talk about as the as we go through the review. Yeah, that's right. All right, so well, let's actually talk about the herb witches first. So what you can do is once per game you can call on one of these herb witches to do a certain ability. Okay, I'm not gonna go through every ability. I'll just kind of highlight a couple just to. So you understand what you're doing. So if you've played Quacks of Quillenburg, you'll understand this. One of my favorites for the Purple Witch, she's uh, for hers, is during your preparation phase, you can draw six chips and decide in which order to place them. Uh, you don't have to use them all, or you can return any unused chips to the bag. So I like this one because it's like you get a whole bunch of chips, and you can decide which ones to use and throw the rest in the bag. It is bag. one of these awesome, are in the bag, sorry. In your own bag, and uh, it's kind of a cool little, like, you know, you get to choose your own fate, basically, because, man, sometimes drawing, especially for me, is terrible. I'm always well, doing a lot of white chips to explode And this one might anyway. be beneficial, too, especially if you have a bag full of chips, because now you've kind of enhanced your bag, mm-hmm. and you want to be able to utilize some of the powers of the new ingredient cards. Mm-hmm. And so this one would be a, a cool um, witch to put into effect. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite uh, green witch powers is during your victory point phase, for every colored two, four, or six chip, as well as every purple and local weed chip in your bag, which we'll talk about local weed here in a little bit, you earn two victory points. So that just means just keep getting as many of those as you can, as many twos, as many fours, as many sixes, and every purple and local weed so it's like just this one to me seems very overpowered but like anybody can use it too so it's like if you're pulling really good you can get a lot of good victory points or if you're at that point where like you're like i need to catch up somehow because i'm so far behind this is a good one to kind of put put the old token on and use so and there's another witch um she's a bronze witch or what is that? A red, I think, is the her or color. Orange. Yeah. Orangish red. Um, you use a bronze chip, bronze chip to utilize her ability. And during the buy chips phase, you use this witch to buy one chip, and then you get an identical chip for free. Yeah, that's always good. Which is cool. So if you end up on any of the uh, ingredient books, are they ingredient books? Mm-hmm. Okay. If um, if you buy, let's say, there's one where you spend um, six to get a, or no, spend 22, excuse me, to get a six-point um, pumpkin, if you did that, she would pair up that pumpkin. Yeah. So that's cool. Or any of the 
any of the chips. So I guess I would want to utilize that one for one of the higher purchases. What's nice about the herb witches is that the players can actually utilize each of the witches, each of the witches once per game. So like we talked at the beginning of the the episode, you are handed a silver, a gold, and a bronze penny at the beginning of the game. You can use um, each one to basically hire or use that ability for each of those witches if you want. Sometimes if you don't want to use them because you don't like that ability because they're randomly shuffled and placed out and they're not going to work for you that game, then you actually get victory points for not using your pennies. Mm-hmm. At the end, I think it's what, two? Two per witch penny? Yep. Yep. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like the addition of the herb witches because it... I think a lot of times when you're doing something that's random, like pulling chips out of a bag and stuff like that, if you're having a terrible time doing some of these things, some of Which these you uh, usually do. Yes, some of these <laughs> shut. Sorry. Some of these. <laughs> just Sorry. Just kidding. Some of these uh, witches actually like are really good at helping catch up, but also it's one of those things too where like everybody else kind of has get to do it too, so you have to be careful because. You want to use your witch's abilities at the right time. Otherwise, you could just be wasting it away. Like some of these, like, you know, getting those, getting like extra victory points and stuff like that. You could be like, okay, like the one that I thought with like the different colored chips get you two victory points. It's like, okay, well, I could use it right now, but maybe I could wait more towards the end of the game where I have more chips. And then depending upon how many I have out in, in my pot, I can get more victory points that way. So it's like there's that there's that combination of like okay maybe I maybe if I'm behind a lot I can still use those rat tails to you know kind of help my pot along in this round but then later on I can use this herb witch special ability to more as an advantage for me. Well and and before we really got into and played and read the directions I thought oh man once somebody uses the ability of the herb witch the rest of the players can't do it, but everybody can use it. So that's that makes it interesting too, because it's all about who, what ingredients they buy, and what's in their bags potentially, or maybe what's in their pot at that time. It depends on which witch, what witches are out. So there's the variability there too. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So yeah, the herb witches are a fantastic addition to this game. Yep. One of the other additions that we talked about was something new called Loco Weed. Oh, yeah, man. I love Loco oh, Weed. The interesting part about Loco Weed is that it actually doesn't have a value. So it makes it interesting when you're playing because it changes every time. So with Loco Weed, it actually is a book also or ingredient book also, just like um, the rest of them. The yellow chips, the orange chips, the blue chips, but there's like a local weed chip. So one that we talked about towards the beginning is the introduction of a new chip called the local weed. And the local weed chip has no set value, which makes it interesting because it changes every time. So there is a new ingredient book that is introduced also with this expansion. The local weed book, there's two sides to it. One is the cost of eight on the side and the other side is a cost of 10. So the first side with the cost of eight is 
If you purchase a local weed and you draw that from your bag, you move it forward according to the number of spaces you moved your wrap stone at the beginning of your turn. But you also include um, any of the effects of that um, fortune teller card that you would have flipped at the beginning of that round. But then plus one space. So that's, of course, all included on that ingredient book, so you don't have to remember all of that. You can only move that loco weed chip a maximum of four spaces. Oh, that's lame. I know. It'd be like if you had all that stuff going on, it's like you I think know. you think you'd be able to like really go out of. I suppose it's they did it for a reason. So kind of seems like a bummer, but at the same time, I think it's okay because it it kind of seems like a a wild chip. So you're always going to move at least one space. Yeah. So. And so it's always going to cover your butt if you never moved any wrath stones ahead. Mm-hmm. Hold on to your butts. Hold on. We did mention butts earlier. That's so true. this is perfect. It's true. Um, the other side, the 10 side. So if you are playing with the 10 value of the local weed on the other side of the bo- uh, board, the other side of the book was if you draw the local weed chip from your bag, it has the same action and the same value as the last colored chip in the pot, but ignoring the white chips. So if there's no colored chips, or if no colored chips have been placed, the local weed chip has a value of one and no action. So this happened to me a lot. (laughs) Unfortunately, I would draw this as the first chip in my pot a lot so that was kind of stinky so it wasn't beneficial to me all the time because i have the magic touch of drawing the local weed from the bag right away but i can see how it would be beneficial because it's almost like a wild chip Mm -hmm. definitely um that they've offered Mm -hmm. which is really nice definitely some other enhancements that they've added are additional books like you've talked about or ingredient books Mm -hmm. i'll just pull out maybe a couple examples one new enhancement or big mac daddy chip that they have here now that they're offering is the pumpkin so on the pumpkin card there's no action on that one and i in the base game there was no action on the pumpkin it was kind of just a filler token anyway in your pot or filler chip in your pot but this one now you can purchase a one chip token for three or a six chip token for 22 yeah which you would you know at first thought you think gosh that's a lot of points to or a lot of money or whatever you what would you call that and it's um, basically points you utilize a lot of your um re- like your rewards after finishing yeah almost yeah yeah but it's your buying power basically but, but it feels it's like totally it's worth it yeah because like n- no other thing thing in the game i think even has anything past four right right nobody else is yeah bigger than that no. so so you could call it the gr- you could call it the the great pumpkin the great pumpkin yeah yeah exactly so that one doesn't have any actions but that one's like a big, big a big deal yeah another one that i like too is i think it's um the mandrake which is the yellow card They've added enhancements. So there's um, two different actions on each side. So one of the actions is if you draw a yellow chip and place it in your pot as normal, and then you draw another chip from your bag, 
you move the yellow chip forward by the value of the newly drawn chip. If you draw a local weed, here's where the local weed comes in, you move the yellow chip forward one space and put an additional chip back in your bag. Yeah, I that, that one's especially great if you have the six pumpkin because then you're moving that thing up quite a bit. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Okay. And then the other one is, and this one I made, this one worked really well for me when we've played before, is if you draw a yellow chip, you may give up one ruby from your supply to move the yellow chip forward by three additional spaces. You may only give up one ruby per yellow chip drawn. Yeah, that one's pretty awesome. So if you draw a four yellow chip and you have rubies, you can give up one ruby and move up an additional three. So you're moving up seven spaces. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Love it. So those are just a couple examples. That addition of the overflow bowls, too, mm -hmm. um, they added. We thought, God, we never go past this. I did once. Yes. <laughs> and even Bruce said, he doesn't believe anybody does this. I did, Bruce. <laughs> I went to the overflow bowl once. Did I care? No, but I did it, Bruce. <laughs> so there. So what does the what does the overflow do? For, overflow. What does the overflow bowl do for us? If you reach the final space in the pot, which is thirty-three, and I think I did reach this because I used the that um, the ingredient. Ingredient. <laughs> Good lord, the book with the rubies and the yellows and the pumpkins and all that kind of stuff. Or if it moves past it, you place your chip on space 33. If this final chip triggers an action that affects the next chip drawn, this action is forfeited, of course. But mine didn't. So when scoring victory points, you receive what's pictured on the spoon, which is 15 victory points and 35 coins. That is, of course, if you don't bust. Or if, you know, a fortune teller card, you know doesn't tell you anything special. The player then adds the value of all the chips in their overflow bowl, receives half this total amount rounded down in victory points. Colored chips that end up in the overflow bowl do not trigger any more actions, but white chips still count towards the total value of... Exploding. The, yeah, or they call them the cherry bombs. Yeah. And all players who reach the last space in the pot, regardless of how many chips are in the overflow bowl can roll the bonus die if their pot has not exploded. Yeah. So this one I'm not sure about if I like or not because I haven't reached it. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was like super duper exciting for me. I think it was exciting only because um, we were told that people like people never reach that. And honestly, I never got to the end of the bowl or the pot, excuse me, before when we played um, the game without the expansion. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe close, but I think with these new books allowed for me to get to the overflow bowl, and maybe that's why they added it. Yeah, yeah, I like the variability in this game. It it allows you to be a little more competitive if you're not doing so well normally with the base game, but also it can be it can be almost kind of a shootout at the OK Corral. It's just like, how many points can we score in this darn game? Because some of this stuff is pretty overpowering. So if you're able to have good enough luck and good enough skill to kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like chain everything together, 
then mm-hmm. you really can get some good scoring on oh, you can really get some good scoring on this game and really you know well and I felt like even with this one we ended up getting more rubies collected which was nice to mm-hmm. be able to use depending on the books we were playing with and you know stuff like that too so yeah definitely definitely so I think that is the expansion of Quacks of Quinlanburg, the Herb Witches. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, what do you think about it, Kurt? I really like this. I mean, this game is like uh, like quickly moving up the my like top games. It's not quite number one, but if it isn't, it's definitely in the top five for me. Like every time we play it, I really enjoy it. It's one of those that I thought when we first saw it, I was like, this is kind of a weird concept. You know, I don't, you know, I kind of don't understand, you know, what uh, witches, witches brew in a pot or like, you know, making a pot full of, you know, ingredients and stuff like that. You know, what, how exciting that would be. But like from like game one, Everybody, I remember like when we first played this in New York with Dan, and it was me, you, and and um, Logan, and Dan, and we were all just like, "Holy crap, this game is amazing!" Like we wanted it right away, and it's not one of those things where it's like, "Okay, I want it right away," and it will just sit there and it'll be kind of like a, "Ooh, this was a new game," and we played it, and we liked it the first time. Like it, one of those like every single time we played it, I was like, "Wow, this is super fun," and I really, I love it. See, because now that we're talking about it, I want to go and play it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's awesome to just, I mean, and this expansion just makes it, makes it more worthy because like you can, you can play that base or you can use this expansion. You can use, you know, the parts of it or whatever and mix and match. And there's just, there's just so many things you can do with it that just make it a lot of fun. And it's one of those again, like we just said. We I will I want to play it all of the time, which is cool. It adds for the ability to be able to add on another player if you want to. But what's nice is it adds those extra cards, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Obviously, well, actually, let's go back to you though for a second. You didn't actually tell them your rating. Oh, you want me to rate it now too? All well, right. that's what I asked you. You said well, what we thought, what I thought what about thought, it. But I just assumed you didn't compass your rating, too. Yes, let's do that. Come on. All right. So here are our ratings for reviews. So we've got the Collection Keeper, something we want to play all the time. It's always in our minds. It's something that hits the table a lot. We've got a Fair Player, which will actually get a fair amount of play. But it wouldn't be our first choice. We've got Overlooked, which we'd, we would play other things other than this most of the time. But maybe we pull this out every once in a while. And then we have the Unfortunate Passer. Um, I'm going to put the MFG cast must-have, a collection keeper. I think it's like one of the best games out there. And I, I challenge anyone to say differently. Because it's just, it's, there's nothing about this game besides the fact that, you know, it sucks when you can't pull stuff out yourself and do very good. Like that's just your fault. (laughs) Like it's just fate saying that you're not going to win this day. But other than that, like this is a game that's always on my mind and I really love playing it. So what about you? Well, if you've listened to past episodes and me talking about this game, 
you will know that we waited for a while to find it because you couldn't find it in stores or any, I mean, pretty much anywhere. Game to a head when we were in a store and I saw it. I did shout, shut up when I saw it in the store. And if that tells you anything, I like this game a lot. <laughs> um, and then adding the expansion to it just amped it up another notch. So I don't know that I really need to say much more than that. Um, except for I also would obviously have this as a collection keeper stamp of approval. I wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah. I was actually going to tell you that um, I say that it's a passer, <laughs> but I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it with a straight face. So, yeah. Yeah. Just got to give it up to North star games for, you know, letting Wolfgang Warsh create a awesome expansion for this game. And uh, the look of it is awesome. Again, just, you know, the uh, illustrator as before Dennis, Lohausen uh, just makes this makes the witches look great and all of the different ingredients and stuff like that. It's just everything about this game is amazing and fun. And if you haven't played Qu the Quacks of Quinlinburg yet, get a copy now. Get the expansion. I'm not kidding. Get them both because you're not going to be disappointed. I guarantee it. Well, and I don't think it's a game that you have to be like a heavy. You don't have to be a heavy gamer. It's not, not a heavy game. Very easy to learn. It's very easy to learn, and you don't have to be, like, hot into and heavy into gaming. To so be hot and heavy into <laughs> gaming. Oh, he's so hot and heavy into gaming. Hansel, he's so hot right now. Yeah. But I think it's one of those that will just continue to hit our table. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So go check out The Herb Witches by the Quacks of Quinlan. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. You know you want to. Listen to me now and hear me later. Okay. I am your father. So before that we terrible. that is terrible. <laughs> so before we leave, we're gonna do a game with if Tracy. If you're still there, if you're still here, are you still there? So I'm gonna ask some questions. Uh, I love doing these games because that means I don't have to play them myself and embarrass myself. So I should do this for him the next you time. You should. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna ask you 15 oh, no. questions. So we have three different games to our three different like parts to kind of break up this game. Awesome. So the first one is name name the base game of what the expansions of these are. Okay. <laughs> so I'll totally name the expansion, and you name what the expansion it is from. Okay. What you what the base game is. What the base game is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Yikes. What expansion? What base game is the expansion? Rise of Vigil. Ascension. Ah, bing, bing, bing. Hey, I got one right. You got one right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. right. I knew you'd get that one, so I, I wanted to put that one on. So I, I wouldn't get it, but I'm still going to suck at this. I don't know. We'll see. Ladies and Gangsters. Bonanza. Bing, bing, bing. Two for two. Look at this. She she questions herself and does and does well anyway. He does because you, you picked ones that you knew I would know. <laughs> I can tell. Number three, The Dark Mountains. We have this game? We do. I always mix these up, though. I, you know I always mix these games up. <laughs> See, you did this so, on purpose. Not so easy now, is it? Oh, you know I always mix this game up because I know I can see it, but I... Oh, it's either... Mm, oh, son of a... I should have put a time limit on this. No, everybody's <laughs> going to listen to me. It's either... 
Is it Champions of Midgard? It is Champions of Woo! Midgard. Three for three. Oh, <laughs> man. This See? is stressing me out. I, I believe in you. Woo! All right. Number four is The Mummy's Curse. Clink. Correct. Four for four. All right. And I forgot to write number five, so now I have to come up with something. <laughs> I'm like, why did I forget one? Uh, let's see. Let's see. No. I'm not giving you, <laughs> not giving you the herb witches. <laughs> hey, if we just talked about it. Wouldn't that be funny? That's right. Okay. And the fifth one, which is going to be super hard because I had to look it up to remember it. <laughs> That's how terrible I am with it. It's called Revolution. Revolution? Revolution. This is an expansion? It is an expansion. Nope. I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's okay. one out of two that we have for this game. Do you know what the other expansion is called? Yes. I'll, get, I'll give you a clue. Nope, I have no the other one's called Galactic Orders. I don't think that's going to be a good help, but I'm going to say it anyway. Nope. Core Worlds. Core I, Worlds. I was that visually thinking that game, but I couldn't think of what it's called. <laughs> All right, four out of five. My God, I... Um, four out of five, not bad. I didn't know there was an expansion called Revolution for the game. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really play that game very much, though. No, that is true, which we should because I love that game. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so on this game, I'm actually going to have you help yourself. So I'm going to have you go to your, go on your phone and look up top 100 BGG, just because I know if I were to play this game, I would need some help. So I'm going to let you How help. about top 100 country songs? No, that would be I the worst game terrible. in the world. Can I click on that one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to give you a clue. It's going to be one. It's going to be one of the top 15 games on BGG right now. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I am going to uh, give you a description of the game, okay. part of the description of the game, but I'm going to replace some of the words with the word teradiddle. For those of you don't that don't that don't know what teradiddle is. It references someone or something that is filled with pretentious nonsense or something that is a lie. So I thought that was a perfect word to do this game in. So, so it's one of these top 15. It's one of the top 15. And I'm going to replace some other words with teradiddle. Okay? Okay. Your first game is America in the 19th teradiddle. You are a teradiddle and repeatedly heard your teradiddle from Texas to teradiddle where you send them off by teradiddle. This earns you teradiddle and teradiddle. Needless to say, each time you arrive in teradiddle, you want to have the most valuable teradiddle in tow. That's seriously what you're telling me? <laughs> what the hell? Also, it might be a good idea to hire capable staff, cowboys to improve your teradiddle. Um... So that let the last you. sentence I just gave you a very I think it's Great Western Trail. Great Western Trail is correct. Thank you. I all of a sudden I was like, I'm looking at these games going, Well, we have this, we have this, we have this, and then I was like, <laughs> It sure sounds like a game we don't have. Like uh Excuse that mess there. Or that sound. Okay. Alright. Am I still looking at the same ones? Nope. Okay. Or yeah, you're still looking at the fifteen. One, two, yep, because yep, we're doing four more. Okay. So that is Five, you have correct. All right, so let's go to the next Teradiddle. Teradiddle is a complex and thematic cooperative game about defending your Teradiddle home 
from colonizing invaders. Players are different pterodiddle of the land, each with its own unique pterodiddle powers. Each turn, players simultaneously choose which of their pterodiddle cards to play, paying pterodiddle to do so. Simultaneously, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give you one more clue. This is a game we actually have. We do? We do. Um, now, what were some of the clues that I gave you? Can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we're not doing so good in this one. Uh-uh. No, I can't remember it, because Tyrodell is really throwing me off. I actually got the other one. So. What? You got the first one, so I don't know why I said that. Go on. I got the first one. The first, yeah, the first game. You got it right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we have this game, a Spirit Island. Spirit Island is correct. Yep. Okay. Yep, because it's a co-op game where you're trying to defend your island. I've never played it. <laughs> yep, you never have, yep. I haven't But played we will. It. Okay. It's an awesome game. All right, so we're still at five. Tara Diddle. Oh, wait, no, no you got six. six. You're at six. That was number two. This is stressing me out. <laughs> I love how you get stressed out by games. Ooh, not by game. Well, not or, by yeah, this but kind this game. of game. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, here we go. Same one through 15. One through 15, yep. Still okay. in the name of the game, yo. Okay. All right. In the 2400s, mankind begins to teradiddle the planet teradiddle. Terraforming Mars. <laughs> I was like, man, that was gonna be hard to hard to sneak by up, but alright, you got her. Well as soon as you started in the whatever I'm like, that has to be terrifying. That's right, that's right. Alright. This one might be a little harder for you. How many more of these are there? Two? Two more. Okay. Alright. Let's do this. Terra Diddle is a new game in the line of Terra Mystica. <laughs> Terra Mystica. <laughs> it's Terra Mystica. No. It isn't? It's a new game in the line of Terra Mystica. Okay, I take pick. As in the as in the original Terra Mystica, 14 different Terra Diddles <laughs> live on seven different kinds of Terra Diddles, and each faction is bound to their own home planets. So to develop and grow, they must Terra Diddle neighborhood neighboring planets into their home Terra Diddles in competition with the other groups. In addition, Teradiddle planets can be used by all factions for Teradiddle, and trans-dimensional planets can be changed into Teradiddle planets. I'm going to sound like a fool on this, because I never played Terra Mystica before, and I'm going to sound like an idiot, and I want to guess... Sorry. Gaia Project. What is... I Really? Yep. They're... they're I don't... I'm a dum-dum. <laughs> You're not. You've never played the game, so you wouldn't know. I don't know, know anything. That's why I'm giving you uh, the option to look at these games just to see. Can I actually... Oh, to look at the titles. To look at the titles, yep. Because okay, you can't so click on it, otherwise it would ruin the whole game. Yeah, I was going to. Unfortunately. I, with my mind. All right. So I'll that. do the last one to put you out of your misery so we can go on to the next game. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, he just put the title of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would never do that. Well, you almost did with, uh, it seemed like, with Terraforming Mars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready to get this one right. Okay. The game is set in the Terra Diddle region of high medieval France. The castles of Burgundy. Wow, look at that. Atta girl. All right, so now mm-hmm. out of the ten, you've gotten eight right. Pretty awesome. All right. And our last game. Do I need this anymore? Nope, you don't need that one. Okay. 
Now I need my mind. Yes, you do. This one is going to be called Board Games, Real or Fake? Oh, Lord. I'm going to tell you some board games. Me? I'm just going to say some board game names, and you are going to tell me if this game is real or fake. Okay? Awesome. Yep. The first game is called What the Wolf? Is that game real or fake? Are you kidding me? What the woof? What the woof? It's real. It is real. And that's terrible. It is. It is terrible. Sorry if you're listening to this and you made it. This is game. And, or is, you own it and you this love game it. is coming out this year. It was on Kickstarter. It's a dog game for card people. A quick and fun and easy way to play. Take that game based on dogs marking their territory. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Woo! What the woof? What the woof? Wow. The next game... Mark me. Mark me for I'll that. mark you down. Jeez. Yes. I need it. The next one is... Woofy Whoops. Are these all about dogs? Woofy Whoops. Well, if it's real. I think it is. It is real. Because why would you come up with that? Because I'm awesome? No, I don't. I just didn't think Woofy that. Woofy Whoops is a hybrid game. It comprises a red model of a fire hydrant, which also holds the smartphone that is used to operate the game. The hydrant is connected by a pipe to model of a to a model of a dog. Players spin the dog, then pat it a given number of times. At some point, the dog may or may not pee on the padding. Oh player. my god! <laughs> when it does, the phone app records the glorious moment. This is a game. Apparently it came out in 2017. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. And if you own it, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. The next game... Yikes. Meowser, meowser. ...is called Incoherent. Incoherent. Is this game fake or real? Incoherent? Incoherent. I kind of feel like all of these are because... But I say no. It's fake. This is a real game. Okay. Incoherent is the adult party game by What Do You Meme? That's another, that one of those party oh, games. Oh, I think I feel like... That will get it. you talking. Let the last begin as you compete to make sense out of gibberish from one of the three categories. Kinky, party, or pop culture. This sounds terrible. Sorry, whoever made it. Don't care. And if you like it, that's cool. Mm-hmm. For you. For you, not for us. The next game is Brew This. It's real. It is real. This game is you are an owner-operator of a brand new brewery. Your job is to brew and sell beer, keep your kegs from being empty through price and availability swings in the ingredients market, as well as through swings in customer preferences in the marketplace. It's a 18-card solitaire game about brewing beer. That doesn't sound very fun either. Brew this, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you've gotten most of them right. So here is our last one. Our last one is Smell the Beast. Is this game fake or real? Smell the Beast? Smell the Beast. It's fake. It is fake, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, one of them has to be fake. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I thought of when I was making. I smell the beast every day, and it's Kurt. He's right next to me. Ooh, we finished that game round nice. This podcast is officially over. (laughs) So you got the time. Twelve out of fifteen. Good job. You thought you were gonna do terrible. High five. All right. I thought you were gonna ask us about our own games all the time. (sighs) That's true. I, I was worried. No, no, no. Maybe sometime we'll do that so we can Maybe embarrass I can the hell out of you. Yeah, embarrass oh, yeah. the hell out of me too because oh, I, yeah. I don't know nothing. People that I listen don't to this know po- nothing. People that have listened to this podcast know that. So, uh, speaking of that, thank thank you to everybody for listening. It was fun doing this uh, review of of uh, the Herb Witches uh, for the Quacks of Quellenberg. Thanks to North Star Games for actually letting us have a review copy of this so we could take a look at it and give our opinion on it. And until next time, I am Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.